Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. I'm BJ. And I'm Matt. All right, boys. So I, I want to go ahead and give a quick disclaimer. No, I should be. Oh, yeah, one. you're right. Okay, Matt. I fucked up, okay? <laughs> last last week, it, BJ wasn't here, and uh, Luke and I had our own podcast, and I somehow, like normally I'd get buzzed, but I got drunk. I'll admit it. Uh, you know, we're going to be honest, and I got really drunk, and I tried to save the podcast, the podcast, but in, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to, and I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't mess the with The sidecast podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to mess with this. I'm just going to undo. I'm just not going to save what I've been editing. So then I closed out the program and it says, do you want to save the changes? I was like, no, no, I don't want to save any changes. And he said, okay. And then, and then it just didn't save anything. And I was like, well, great. Now I have to figure out a way to tell Luke that I just deleted the whole episode. I mean, it worked out because like I put last week's episode for this week. So we had an episode at least, but yeah. So it was one week. We didn't have an episode. We're sorry about that. Uh, my fault again. I'm yeah. gone for one week and everything goes to <laughs> shit for real. You're the backbone of this podcast, BJ. I'm also the rock hard cock. <laughs> That's because you're looking at me, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's because you see, you, you see BJ. The, our, our sitting arrangement is we're in like kind of a triangle, and BJ has direct it's a line love of triangle. sight. Oh, of course, it's a love triangle. BJ has direct line of sight. And and then Luke's in the corner in the closet in his Superman. I'm just uh, vigorously God. masturbating <laughs> in the corner, just like. <laughs> But, um, yeah. <laughs> That's a good open. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we got a, we got a cr- crowd. Kevin thought that one was a good one. But, uh, all right. What y'all, what y'all been playing? I mean, we know what BD's been playing, but yeah, Matt. We'll end, we can maybe end on him and he can just con- continue and Just go off. Yeah. So, Matt, what have you been doing? What's, what's you been up to? I've been playing more PC Battlefield 4. Loving it having a really good time um and then uh kevin carmen and i have been watching house of the dragon um which you told me about on the podcast that the audience will not hear but uh do you want to kind of go over how you're feeling about the show so far in the first two episodes yeah i i really like it 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 really like what's so interesting about game of thrones at least in my like experience of it is it was it was during covid we were trying to find something to watch. Millie was like, you have to watch it. She's already, by that time, had already watched through the whole thing twice. And we're like, okay, let's just watch it. And, you know, it's it's long. It's a long, long episodes, lots of, lot of seasons. And so we get through it. And then by the time we're at, like, the last season, we already, like, can see that it's poorly, poorly written. And we're just, like, kind of ready for it to be done. And then we're like, wow. And it ended on this note. Okay. It, it just like, it fell off. Cause it, you know, from the beginning to the mid, it was just incredible. And then it just kind of fell off and it was sad. And then what we literally watched right after that was the boys. And we're like, this is the best piece of television series we've, we've ever watched. Going from the last few seasons of game of Thrones to the boys, you're like, Oh shit. Good TV. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, damn. And so it just I forgot had, it what like, this was like. Left a sour taste in your mouth where, you know, it's like a food that has really good beginning taste and then leaves a, terrible aftertaste and so uh, I, I will stand by because I agree with that I think the first like f- I would say for the first five seasons and then whatever season had the Battle of the Bastards to me that's that was the peak where like after that they they were like okay we it's gonna go downhill I mean yeah Battle of the Bastards is like 
cinematography. Like, it's just amazing. Well, and that, that's what gets me about season uh, seven and eight, right? Because I, Battle of the Bastards was original. That wasn't in the books. And so that was the thing where it's like, okay, so they, they created this. Where did all that creativity go in season seven and eight? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it also, I guess it's also hard when you're like going off of source material and then finally you're like trying to, to not. And then I, yeah. It's, and I, then, I think I, I mentioned this. To, I know I mentioned this to you last week, and I probably mentioned it to BJ. I think Game of Thrones should have had ten seasons, or maybe like nine. Like, well, yeah, it would. The care if you try to do like like character development of of Khaleesi and like the change of like because because pretty much the last two seasons are about like what she's going through and how like because you know she's winning, she has the dragons and all that shit, and and so it, yeah, it just would make that character development. And then you know you have to like intertwine like spoilers, you know, John. John killing her and then her destroying, um, West not Westeros, uh, the, the, the city thing. The city. Uh, well, it to and me, the Iron Throne and all that shit. To me, it, it should have gone. Season seven should have been just all White Walkers, right? right? It should have just been just the White Walkers. The last episode should have been their defeat. And the next season should have been all Cersei. She like we have to now stop her, and yeah. then we can get more about uh, Jamie and his his kind of feelings. Because they they rush through it. They really make her Khaleesi. Kind of petty, kind well, of yeah, like, like, like a like petulant honestly, child. They, they literally, yeah, they 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 build her up for this great like story of her, not character. I mean, part of it, but it's her just developing as like a ruler and a force in Westeros. Yeah, and then they bring it to this end where she's like, she's got the army, she's got the Unsullied, she's got the dragons. You know, they beat the White Walkers. You know, it's like it makes sense that she's like now like ultimate power to rise to the throne. But you know, she's trying to be diplomatic, and then she's just like a piece of shit. And it just it just crumbles, and every and then it kind of, they kind of show like all the characters around her are kind of like you're kind of unhinged, and they they don't even like her. It it really showed. It's like what was the point of all this development if you're going to be this unhinged? Kind yeah, and of then for her to die, petulant yeah. thing. Well, no, yeah. I thought Jon Snow killing her was good. I thought yeah. the idea of that was really good. Well, yeah, because we all wanted. But her we to die needed too. more. Like I wanted to see her fall. I want to see her. I mean, yeah, but it just, it's just the way they did it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, and that, that's why I've said is like the last season of Game of Thrones should have been split into multiple because it should have been the White Walkers. It should have then been Cersei, then Daenerys as the villain, and it and like that would have been the ultimate twist if like you see the buildup of her kind of slowly. You know, kind of falling and being like, well, sh- you know, like see that. But twist. dude, if we do all that, it's going to take us like two more years before we can make Star Wars. Well, yeah, obviously <laughs> that's the thing is they rushed it. Yeah, because they went and ironically they didn't even get to do their own Star Wars show, which fuck. So you. and then like, anyway, so we get into House of the Dragon. In the meantime, like as House of the Dragons like ramping up and people are anticipating it, um, it's showing up a lot. Like Game of Thrones is showing up a, a lot on my for you page on TikTok and I just I'm like dang there were some amazing moments so it really got me geared up so we watched the first episode it was dope Matt Smith you know I'm a, I'm a I'm a Doctor Who fan but pretty much only up until Matt Smith I uh, I was too scared of getting hurt that I like stopped watching the last three episodes of the season because I knew is transitioning to the new Doctor and I just literally couldn't do it to myself to go with uh, doesn't it go to old man or or it goes to old man, right? After or, Matt Smith, it's, it's the woman, right? No, Matt Smith. Old man was before woman. It's uh, old uh, man. the guy that was in Suicide Squad with the big brain. Yeah. So yeah, uh, P- uh, Peter. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Him. So goes yeah, to old man. Old man yeah. next. Which that one I've heard is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So have I. But I just was like, 
I was already. But Matt Smith up. was. Such I was a... already broken up about David Tennant at that point. I was like, yeah, I was. I was pretty broken up about that. And so, watching all this, I just go, well, you know, Matt Smith's great. Um, this is also. This is not based off of. This is not HBO and Warner Brothers just making their own content. This is actually based off of a book um, that's like completed. And so, um, you know, there's going to be good content there. So we gave it a shot. The first episode was really awesome, um, really cool. How they how they set it up. Spoilers, obviously. You know, were uh, it has to do with, you know, the the Targaryens are on the Iron Throne, and um, the person there's like this thing where the this one Targaryen didn't have any heirs, so he has to name an heir, and it's either his like sister or his like male cousin and so he doesn't pick the sister even though she has like the best like you know best like, chance best well, yeah, like, it makes sense like yeah. closest in blood to the iron throne um and he doesn't pick her um or and he pick, he goes with like a, a more distant male cousin and so then his male cousin he's also having a hard time getting a uh a male heir Except, you know, he finally gets his wife pregnant and she's like has a kid and he's like, it's going to be a boy. I've seen it in my dreams. And so uh, he uh, goes to have this, this, the kids like, you know, being born. And then the wife is like, can't get the baby out. And so you probably heard about like online. It's maybe the most uncomfortable scene on in Game of Thrones most definitely is, is then the guy's like we're gonna have to perform this maneuver but you're like on your wife and uh she's not gonna survive but the baby might or you'll lose them both and he's like do it and so he like starts to hold down the wife and she's like what are you doing no stop and it's so uncomfortable and then they just do a c-section on her and cut her open as she bleeds out and then pull out a stillborn son and he's devastated and so yeah then they have to name an heir and he is love, gonna he's gonna name Matt Smith, who's the king's brother, as to be the heir. I, I love how you explained this to me last time because you're like, Yeah, Matt Smith was just chilling, getting drunk as fuck. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. And and, so and, the, and goes like Oh yeah, so then, cheers to the king for a few hours. Oh, yeah, the king, fuck. The, he says the heir for a day while he's like Fucked. at a whorehouse with all of his king's guard because he's he's not the hand of the king he's the the, the king the, ca- the captain of the king's guard. yeah it's so like he's like the head of their like security kind of well that's security it's well like the, knights kind of the knights that are protect the gold the king. kings yeah who are the people that protect the the town okay. i can't believe i'm i'm forgetting the town that the iron throne's in i don't remember the fucking town the iron throne's in either yeah. so i can't i can't neither, help you there neither can i um oh Good luck, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, okay, real quick, before we go on, Kevin has decided... to go. He has to go get his, his tires changed and to get his... Something's, like, making a sound on his yeah. car and his suspension, so he's going to Firestone to get his tires changed and his car looked at. And that's a 15-minute drive. From drive. Right. That's the key word. It's a 15-minute drive. In Tennessee, which is, like... It's not that far, but it's a lot of winding roads. Yeah. That's, that's just how Tennessee is. So Kevin, in his... Just glowing it, like well, thought ideas. Mind is he goes, like, I'm Matt, gonna, I'm gonna borrow your road bike. Um, I'm gonna bike. I'm gonna try to bike back. <laughs> I said, okay. So he's taking my bike, which I haven't used for like over a year. <laughs> you you didn't run in here. BJ goes, I'm gonna check out this bike to see the survival odds. And he goes out, comes back, and I'm like, how's it looking? He goes, 
Well, it's not looking good. There's Bro, a lot that of rust. chain is rusty as hell, dog. <laughs> yeah, dude. So we might get we might get a call. Might have to pause the podcast. But honestly, because it, it might take so long, it, it'll probably be right after the podcast. So yeah, probably. We'll we'll have an hour and forty five. He'll try to fix it. He'll try to figure it out. But we gonna be alright. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So Matt Smith celebrates the death of his brother's son because he now is the now only he's heir. king. He's like, yeah, oh, he's... it's obviously gonna be me because they're so like he names. So he hears about that, and he's like, the king hears about that, and he's like, man, fuck you, fuck my brother, you are not the heir, so he names his daughter the heir, and it's the first time a woman has ever been heir to the Iron Throne, and uh, King's Landing. King's Landing, yes. King's Landing. Um, Anyone listening, Millie's going to like, this will be the episode she listens to and be like, King's Landing, you fucks, King's Landing. Yeah, she'd be honestly a good uh, guru for, you know. Uh, So, yeah, and then that's the end of the first show. He gets banished back to... So, like, each of the families have, like, a hometown that they're, like, rule over, like... You know the Starks have Winterfell, um, the the Lannisters have High, I think it's High Castle or High Rock. You know, so each of the families have their have their city, and so he gets banished back to the city, um, but uh, he's like occupying it with one of the dragons, which is like the biggest, the only like the there's like I think like a couple dragons left, and he has like he is in you know command of. The, like the largest one well the second largest one. there's a the mother of that one is like somewhere in the world but nobody knows where she is so it's uh it's crazy so then second episode drops um the hand of the king uh this shit's fucked is like the hand of the king is you know the king's like he's usually like good friend or brother and is like hey not in this case not the brother but he's like hey um the hand of the king's like to his daughter who's the best friend's with the king's daughter, who's now the heir, is she, he goes up to her and he's like, you should go to the king's chambers tonight and just give him some company in a super fucking shady way. And it's like, you should give him some company. You should keep him company. And so they start having these talks. And he's the king's like, I really appreciate these talks, but don't tell my daughter about it. And she's like, yeah, of course not. And they have these weird looks at each other. It's fucking weird, dude. Super weird. So the, the the heir's friend is going. Yes, who's to, the hand's daughter, the hand of the king's daughter. So pretty much, she's going up to the king. So it's it's literally, it's literally just like, okay, yeah, it's fucking weird. It's super <laughs> fucking weird. So then there's a whole bunch of things. There's that. Remember how I said there's that other person that was gonna be the heir who wasn't. So her husband is like the shipmaster. So he's like has a bunch of like ships and stuff and they like have a I thought you said the shipmaster. I I was I started the same the I he's, am the shipmaster. He's this black dude with white dreads. He looks fucking badass. It's awesome. Um and so he's like but he's a Targaryen because he he's that white hair. Um and so he's like you should marry my daughter king because you have to marry or people are going to think you're weak. I mean, it's just it's a customary the king has to have a wife. And so, because it's all fucking political. So he's like, you should marry my daughter. And we're all, he's like, I don't think, I'm not comfortable with that. And we're like, why? And they're like, it would it would join the houses. We would be like a purebred family. Like, you got it. And everyone says, yeah, it'd be super fucking smart. And you go, and then he's on this walk, and it pans to this girl who's 12 years old. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and so but everyone's like, like, it's okay. Like, it's, it's this is how politics works this is how the day and age it's, it's like normal you'll just wait till she's of age before you have to like bet her like like don't worry about it this is just custom this is the way things are and so uh 
Anyway, so he's then at the end of this episode, he, oh, I think Carmen's coming home. And so he, uh, he is at the, at his council and he's like, I've decided to wed. And he, everyone's like, oh, cause he even talked to his daughter. He's like, I loved your mother. No one can replace her, but I have to do this. She's like, I understand completely. And they like kind of reconcile cause they hadn't talked for a while since her, her mom died. And he goes, I'm going to pick this this other girl your best friend to marry and no one sees it coming and uh everyone's up in arms and then the guy who wanted to have his 12 year old daughter daughter married meets in secret with the king's brother and is like let's fuck over the king and that's how it ends and i was like shit this is the game of thrones i want but it's so funny because well, we i predicted that that's who he's gonna marry because game of thrones nothing ever gets better no one ever makes the right decision no no, it's, and it, so even though that's it's like a why, history of just shit decisions. Exactly, shit decisions. exactly. And so we all knew that that was going to happen, but it, it was still like, why the fuck would you do that? And it also got you know, it revved my engine. Just like this is Game of Thrones, you know, it's crazy, I, stupid I'm at, politics with people that you love to hate. I'm at least very excited that people like it because that was a thing after after season eight. Because there there was another Game of Thrones side show that got canceled too. So I was like, I was like, I hope House of Dragons is good. Like I really want this to do good. Because, like, yeah, Game of Thrones fans have had kind of some shit. You know what I mean? Like, the last two seasons, it, it was, like, a hard, like, stance of, I like this, but, or, oh, no, it's not that bad, guys. And people yeah. just are saying, yo, this shit sucks. I'm glad that we're getting a win. And I hope they keep this momentum going for the whole run of House of Dragons, however long it goes on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's dope as hell. Um, So. Do you, how's this ranking in your, like, are you liking again it's two episodes in but like how are you liking it so far compared to like the first two episodes of game of thrones so my head what i love about like game of thrones when you're in the middle of it or you know in the midst of it i should say is you got all these storylines all these things happening at the same time and it's chaotic and all intertwined and we haven't gotten to that yet well, do you think this one's going to do that or you think i hope so i mean they drop be... like house names that are recognizable here and there but they're also dropping shit that you've never heard of because this is like takes place like hundreds of years before uh, the the first yeah. you know Game of Thrones uh, song of you know fire and ice take place. Um, so I'm just I'm just waiting for kind of the shooter drop of when they because you do you think my, I like the big I like the large scale intertwined shits happening everywhere. My, and then you also get that shit where like you pick favorite characters and you just like listening to their story. So they don't make you follow cuz right now we're only following one story. And it's like, you know, even if it is good, you know, I just want some diversity in there. Do you and this is kind of off topic of Game of Thrones, but do you, do you think uh, do you think Rings of Power is going to be nearly as good as House of Dragons. No, it's going to be shit. Does. You think it's going to be shit? I I think it's going to be shit. I've, I'm, the, I, I'm I'm the biggest lord. It's my favorite movie. You know. I've been, at, right at, right you know after Dune. Dune's right after. <laughs> can't see why. Lord Man, any of y'all need to go find us on TikTok so we're going to start posting some shit. We have the Dune moment. We have a bunch of we have three clips from the Dune the Dune cast. The, the Dune, the moment of Dune. By the way, I love the one that I got to listen to before I came here was the, 
Tyler's the band. band. And I love <laughs> love the, the moment. He's like, yeah, my, my email. Which you have to like listen. So we're going to have to do subtitles to that one for sure. But that one, he's like, yeah, my email is like little kid lover, whatever. And they're like, six, nine, all, six, all nine. of us went, what? what? What's up? Hold up. Pause. He's like, I just want chicks to know that I like, I'm into the family thing. <laughs> we all stopped. Yeah, he, loves, he loves little kids. Oh my gosh. That was great. But um, yeah, we're going to have some some moments. The Dune, the Dune moment of BJ unloading the I, I, I think fucking I was hate telling, this movie. I don't know who great. I was telling, but I think we should do it, you know, maybe put it into like a three part where we get to hear my me talk in more extensively how much I love it. Then we hear like Luke and then Tyler and then BJ just shit on all of us. I think I think it works better with, with you and BJ kind of going at it because it's true, it's the Titans. Yeah, because it oh my it's, gosh. It's the bane of our relationship for sure. It also drives a lot of the sexual tension. <laughs> No, but uh, I because I've been I've been say you like Dune one more time. I like Dune. Uh. <laughs> no, but I've been uh, I've been listening to some uh, reviews. <laughs> Just trying to move on from them. <laughs> what what you guys do between the sheets ain't none of my business. That's not true. You're in the closet watching you pervert. Yeah, I'm just vigorously rubbing raw. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Things just get a little too heavy sometimes. We forget where we are. That's right. No, but a couple uh, beers in us, you know, get a little loosey. No, but yeah. uh, rings of like rings of power. So the first, I'm not looking forward to, to me, it. the first trailer was the worst. It was the worst way to show it off because it looked generic fantasy. Things mm-hmm. looked awful. It looked too fucking clean. Like, like I know it has to deal with elves, but I don't know. Like, the, I the newest trailer I saw. Actually, kind of looked like Lord of the Rings to me. I was like, yeah, okay, but they, but they, like, it's, it's obvious that they don't want to stay true to Tolkien. And to me, when it has to do, like, I, when it comes to certain series, like, I, I really care about source material. I've read all the books. I think lots of times. I don't think people realize that Lord of the Rings is technically a Christian series. No, no, it's no. Well, it is not. Well, in, in the Hold in on. the grand scheme. Well, okay, let me like. That's that's like me saying this is the Christian podcast just because I believe in God. Okay. Well, in, in, okay. Well, he, when I say that, welcome in the, back to the gamer for God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, when I say that, in in the sense of like, Tolkien does put a lot of his faith into. No, he. he into, no, the only thing that there's a lot in there are tropes. You have a lot of tropes about like that tie that tie into like. The Bible, which is also a historical piece of one of the greatest uh, fiction stories of all time, <laughs> and so it's 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 just yeah I I wouldn't say that but it is but I again it's not that's not what I care about it's 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 that even like Spielberg he was like I you know I had a lot of ideas of what to do but I decided just to like stick with source material and. Tolkien and try to keep it true to his vision to do him justice and and, and, and that and it turned out to be one of the the best I mean in in best cinema movie trilogy, trilogies cinema ever. some of the, the best movies de- in in cinema history um, I would argue the best movie trilogy of all time uh, hands down I I don't even know that like obviously there's a lot but and that's I'm, I don't, I don't from, none would get close coming from a huge Star Wars fan it's even then it's just like to me uh, Lord of the Rings the trilogy is like perfect. All the way through. I mean, Star Wars and, has its moments. And that's where you're like, not right. just story, but it's also like World what build. they did for visual effects of the time. Oh yeah, was, was groundbreaking, and it also is in that realm of 
you get practical with also these these like Gollum. I never thought this looks like a shitty CGI character. Like there are literally moments in like like in the Black Widow movie that I'm like, the, have you seen that scene where like she's bl like the you know the the blonde hair jerk? Shit, yeah, it's so shitty, and you're like, you can't like for a Marvel movie who are like. The, the like at the top of their game very clearly a budget shot that had to be done like last minute yeah and but so like, but yeah. Lord of the Rings like visual like VFX wise is you know some of the best of the day and age that looks amazing tell tell us tell, tell us you listen to, you watch Corridor Digital without telling us you watch Corridor Digital yeah man I love those guys that's great I've, I've learned a lot about like the movie so industry and VFX from them but yeah but I don't think I don't think Rings of Power is gonna for for a real Lord yeah. of the Rings fan is gonna hit. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a chance in the sense that I'm gonna wait for it to come out like at least like five episodes in and then watch it and see what people like see kind of read the room a bit, see how people are feeling it out, and then like if if people come out and go, you know what? Didn't think it'd be this good, I'm gonna check it out. Cause like that's my thing is the most recent that I got burned with the kind of that same vibe is the Halo series, where it started with like episode one, like, okay, promising. And then, like, by episode three, you're like, what the fuck? And then yeah. you just kept going. So, like, I'm going to give R Rings of Power. I'm going to wait till at least, like, it's finished. Isn't it, isn't it September this, like, Friday? Yeah, it's, like, soon. It's, and they're, and they're, launching, Saturday, the, they're launching the first two episodes first. And then that's it's six more after that. So seven episodes total. I mean, I'm sure it'll look because you've heard that it's, like, the most expensive yeah. TV show. So, like, it'll look good, but... It's it's heart that matters to me. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I. We'll, I mean, we'll it's, see. it's I mean, it's the same thing for a lot of you guys when it comes to, like anime movies. It just like it matters staying true to source material and and, and well, I and feel like stuff, it's so. the thing for me. It's like anime, like especially anime movies, right? Because so anime in in already is an adaption. Like that's the thing that's when you make a Cowboy Bebop Netflix thing. You're basing it off of a th well, I guess *Cowboy Bebop* is also an original animation, but like, like the like the *Full Metal Alchemist* movies, which man, I I would want you to watch those because they're shit. Oh yeah, they're I've bad. seen one. You, don't you see the newest one, one on, the no, *Revenge of Scar*? One, I, oh my, no, of course, gosh, not. it's bad. Of course, um, not. I won't. Uh, no, you have to. I just will uh, be angry, and I don't want to be angry. Well, this thing is, it start, it tricks you in the first like ten minutes, going, "Oh, this might be good," and then it's like, "Nope, it's bad." Um, but like those, it's like. You're literally making an adaption of an adaption. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm on Amazon right now trying to look for the package coming in, and it literally has... Rings of Power. Countdown. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 59... Well, yeah. Sorry, 52 minutes, 19... 52 hours, 19 minutes, 27 seconds. Yeah, this is their biggest thing they've had since fucking what? The Terminal List and what was no, the since, other Chris Pat movie? Well, no, this is their biggest thing, since, I would say, since The Boys. They haven't had much on Amazon. Yeah, that's true. Like, they haven't had they a lot They were pushing of, that, uh, what's that, the alien movie Chris, Chris Pratt's yeah, in? Yeah, Terminal, well, not Terminal List, the other one, uh, in, in, in uh, insert, not insertion, that's a different. That's it. <laughs> that's the Chris Pratt movie we all want. That was, that was I've seen a couple excitement. of those videos. No, I don't know, I know what you're talking about, the, like, the. They, they, they did they pushed that. out the ass for that. Apparently it was fun, though. People liked it. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but, you know. I watched like the first forty-five minutes of it. Just kind of were like, all right, I get it, and dipped out. I mean, it's cool. It reminded me of, uh, you know, other. It, I mean, honestly, it reminded me a lot of uh, the Brad Pitt movie, uh, the Time one, with um, Looper, John Krasinski's wife, with Emily no. Blunt. Oh, Live Die Repeat. Yes. Was that was that? Or you said Cruise, right? Tom Cruise. 
No, I said uh, Brad Pitt. Was that Brad Pitt? No, it was Tom Cruise. It was Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's why, because that's why I was like, uh, yeah, Tom. But it's like that one. I'll bring you the manga for that because it's oh, one right, of my favorites. Oh right, it favorite. is a fucking really? manga. It's one of my favorites of well, all time. Well, it just time. reminded me of that because there's this alien race that they can't See, defeat. There, that gets sent into the future, so it's 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 like time shit, and it's alien species shit. Well, and so there you go. Liter- Live I repeat, a really good example of a decent, uh, decent. American movie based oh, yeah. on a manga, a series. They did it at least right. That because that, oh, so that's how thing, fucking rare. I'm, anyways, it's I'm rare. skeptical. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, and you should be. I mean, I, really, we're skeptical. not we're not looking too well for the Yu Hago show like Netflix thing. What where where your prediction on the One Piece movie? I think it's gonna be a movie. I I, I think, think it's gonna be on Netflix. I think I think it's gonna be fun. I think that's where they're gonna go with it. Is they're not gonna try to like carry the charm, but they're gonna try to be fun with it, and people are gonna co- go away going. Yeah, it was fun, but that's it. There, no one's gonna like. People are gonna complain about Nami. People are gonna p- complain about all this shit. Has no bobs? No bobs. No bob. No vagine. <laughs> Probably no butthole too. <laughs> the Probably the no waist butthole. to titty ratio is gonna be so off for Nami that people are gonna be so mad. What the fuck did you just say? I said Epic. probably no butthole. <laughs> Nothing. But hole. Oh, that kind of leads me into the one news story that I've been obsessing about all morning. Uh, Netflix has put up every animated Berserk. adaptation of Berserk, which historically means they're going to try to adapt it in some way, and it's Netflix, and they're, I know they're going to fuck it up. The only way that it could be good is if they get people who are good at... We've, ar- we've literally already yeah. discussed how it's going to be fucking good. Yeah, get we've the, talked about this several times. So Get the people from the boys, Make Amazon it- Prime... Better than Rings of Power, Berserk. Well, I, I, Set it again. I, again, I think if Netflix can get the right people who go, hey, you know dark fantasy, you know this kind of gory shit, uh, here's the manga, go with it. And and if they can read the source material and go, oh, I can see what we can do with this. And and if if it comes out even remotely close to the manga, I'd call it a success just because even the anime hasn't done it justice. The thing, or even Berserk, if it just is dope to watch, and the whole time you're like, this is amazing. That's all I care. As long as it carries the same spirit as the manga, to me is is the point. Which yeah, well you say Rings of Power. As long like even if it's different and like isn't the exact replica different. Same thing. Same thing. Uh, as long same as it has the spirit of. of it. <laughs> but the thing with Berserk is like I think Netflix. Someone at Netflix had to have recently started the manga because the way the manga starts is exactly how the Witcher TV show starts where it starts with a random arc and then it cuts back to the origin story stuff. Yeah, like they give you yeah, 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 exactly yeah. how the how the Witcher. Yeah, they give you just like a weird side quest that that Geralt's on and then they're like but hey, but here's what So that here's goes. here's who if, this guy is. Yeah. If they wanted to do it, just take the crew that's working on Witcher and make them do two shows with Henry Cavill as guts <laughs> and that'll be totally fine. Hey, I mean, yeah, Henry I mean, Cavill without I've with, only seen Henry Cavill in like Either clean shaven or that beautiful mustache, and then you have Geralt. But to be guts, you'd have he has to get a little more. He's got to get grizzled, more rugged. Yeah, yeah. that's why I've always said. Yeah, Henry Cavill's always been like clean cut. Even with yeah, Fallout, he's got that amazing. I mean, that's Dude, like the, the, the best mustache. Fucking I've ever mustache seen. Yeah. in Fallout was so. Was like, and then and then he did the that, mustache that, that ruined the, Justice League. That, that like where he like he like he cocked his fucking. 
biceps. Fists. Yeah, he was ready <laughs> to fucking fight. Oh, like, God. Fallout was was it was fun. It was, it was some amazing. of the most amazing like action. I mean, it's definitely, shit. it's definitely probably like the best Fallout to this day. Or not Fallout Mission Impossible. Uh, best Mission Impossible. Yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout. I would personally so- say New Vegas is the best Fallout, but <laughs> Henry Cavill's Fallout, close second. <laughs> no, but yeah, I dude. Okay, if. Not Fallout Bunker on the iOS and Android? No. I, fuck I, that. I lost That's two. the only Fallout game on Switch, by the way. <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely played that for like six months. Yeah. I was addicted to it for a while. I didn't pay any money, though. I, I was. Nope. I was very, nope. Yeah. I refused to. Yeah. I, I, was, I was that good where I was like, I'm not paying money, but I still enjoyed There's it so much. There was one game on like my iPhone 4 that I definitely put too much time in. And it was like you literally collected monsters. You battled in like it was that like it was pretty much like Raid Shadow Legends, but one D. Where mm. you go through like a dungeon, and it was three v three, and then you'd collect monsters, and then you could co- combine the monsters to like level them up and evolve them. So some and fucking I, Digimon Yu Gi Oh type shit. I fucking, yeah, you need to play Digimon Cyber Sleuth. But it was you. Like like I mean, that, I played yeah. the shit out of this game, and the best part is you could literally trade. For like different credits or different monsters, there's this whole marketplace on the app where you could trade and do all sorts of shit, and it was amazing. And then they shut down the servers, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was devastated. And I put a lot of money, more than I could, because you know I'd have to like, I'd have a debit card at that time, so I'd have to like go to buy an iTunes gift card at the grocery store. Exactly, come back it and was put a Seven Eleven for me. I'd walk there. Uh, I went in there so much, you know, they'd recognize me. And then one time they thought I was stealing. And I was like, they're like, empty your pockets. So I was like, I don't fucking have shit. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry, Matt. <laughs> Keep no. my name out, out your fucking, fucking mouth. mouth. Fuck you guys. I'm going to the other 7-Eleven. I, I do have a question for you guys Indian. for the berserk. Uh, <laughs> that was scary that night. What I didn't night? tell you this yet, Luke. Oh, shit. What? I came over here on Saturday because I was just in a shit mood and Matt hit me up and he was like, Hey, you want to come over? We're just going to like watch stuff and drink. I was like, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you. I didn't see you on Tuesday or Thursday. I need a little BJ right now. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs a little BJ now and again. (laughs) I could use a BJ. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I stopped by the gas station down there where that Indian guy is always working. I think he owns the place. But I, I I went in the store and I went back to the beer cave and I grabbed a case of these twisted teas and then I grabbed one of the tall boys for the drive over. And uh, don't drink and drive, kids. (laughs) Don't drink and drive. But if you're just starting to drink while you're driving and then you're you're not going to drive for a while, you're fine. But uh, I I was paying for my stuff and this old white dude came in and he was like, "How's it going, cool breeze?" And then he walked. Jesus Christ, Luke. And then he walks to the back of the store, and the guy behind the counter goes, give me my fucking money. And I was like, my card's already inserted. (laughs) And then it approved, and I ripped it out. And the guy was like, what? And he goes, give me my fucking money, or I'll shoot you dead. (laughs) And I grabbed my shit, and I was like, thanks for the beer. (laughs) And I just fucking dipped out of there. I was so scared. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's like, do you think I should call the cops? I was like, he's already dead. (laughs) What are they going to do now? (laughs) Damn, bro. Like, give me the money or I'll shoot. Give me my money or shoot dead. (laughs) Thanks for the beer. Just book it out of there. I'm going to shoot you dead. I'm going to shoot you until you die. 
Jesus, dude. Yeah. Well, that I guess that I we've gone so far from the Berserk thing. It, it feels weird to go back, but I was going to ask you guys. Make that guy guts. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> the, that, that's the white my, man could be Griffith. I was going to say that. That's my question. If you if you could have anyone, like, can you give me or yeah, give me your your fantasy answer of like any actor you want, or give me the, the one that you think is the most realistic of like most realistic. who would be guts. Oh, I, we already talked about this. We, I, I think th- realistically they would go for unknowns. Tom Hardy would actually be a good one. I, was Ooh, I would yeah. fucking adore we, that. We literally Dude. did because we, we like I was we at that Tom one Hardy podcast, would be fucking but I, great. I realized Tom Hardy would be incredible. He'd have to they'd have to make the, the sword a little shorter because he's a short tiny man. Yeah. yeah, but uh, they'd have to make his feet go down to the yeah. shin pads on the armor. <laughs> yeah. So, but Tom Hardy is really good at being rugged. Yeah. He's amazing. And so his Gary Road is one of my favorite and movies he of all time. Get, he, we know he can get buff too. Dude, get okay. Jacked. His, I don't know anybody who's seen Peaky Blinders. His character in Peaky Blinders is fucking raw, scary. Oh yeah. my gosh! Anytime he's on screen, I'm, I'm, I'm like legit, like clenching my fist, just like fuck. Every time he's on screen, because you know something is gonna happen. It's so What's fucking. What's the gangster cool. movie that Tom Hardy's in that he plays the twins? He's he's in. I know he's in the Al Capone movie, isn't he? There's one I where he plays it. twins of himself, and it's literally just him CGI'd. In the I same don't shot. know. I need to. And find he plays that out. like there's a brother that's like dumb and t- you know dumb but dumb strong also and. Oh, so he plays Brains and Bronze in this movie. Hell yeah! yeah. It's this. We- it's a TV show, I think, and. I've seen clips of it. It's it's yeah. pretty fucking raw. His his role in Peaky Blinders though is fucking yeah. I, I I think Tom Hardy could honestly have any role that he wants. But then Griffith, one from Stranger Things. That's that's he's the hill that, that I'll die on. He's got that bony face. Which one? He, like oh, the, one. One. Oh fuck! He's got right. that bony face. The way his eyes are set and everything are perfect for it, Griffith. Yeah. Yes. Fuck, he would dude. Be an amazing Griffith. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. Yeah. He's already. You know, he's he, already he, terrifying and played a villain as fuck. Yes. So yeah, he'd be yeah, he great. Fucking stoic Griffith. Hell yeah, dude. Tom Hardy and him. Fuck yeah, let's do it. I unironically think Zendaya would be a great Casca. Yeah, sure. I could see it. Actually, yeah, yeah I yeah. could see that one. Or Megan The Stallion. <laughs> better, better option. Let's go. <laughs> Apparently, Megan The Stallion's in She-Hulk at some point. Fuck yeah. Which is why now I'm going to start watching She-Hulk. <laughs> but uh, I no. need to watch She-Hulk. I've heard it. The first two episodes are fine. First one's pretty good. Second one, it's very divisive because it's it's very much like it feels almost like the pushing of the agenda thing. I was sitting yeah, on I've the couch. That it's, I saw clips and I was like, they're definitely pushing. It's like it's that uncomfortable shot in in Endgame. She has help. <laughs> well, it's just like that, men are shit then, type thing. Then, and here's like, here's the other thing. It's like it's like they're like you know like trying to like, but like. She Hulk when she turns, she literally also has perfect eye sh- eyebrows, eyeshadow, and lip stain. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Why isn't she fifty times more buff? That's the thing, that dude. Show? No. Why is she fifty times more buff and just look like a natural no, woman? No, no, okay. without makeup. Here's on. the thing, fucking. Well, here's the thing. So She Hulk in in the comics is supposed to be like the perfect mix of bodybuilder and supermodel, and the She Hulk we get in the, in the show is just she's tall, and like. Kind of fit. Have... That's it. And yeah, then has perfect makeup. Well, perfect I just everything. wish it wasn't like perfect makeup. I was like, that's also, you're also, you're like, we're pro women, but also we're contributing to like not the beauty standards of beauty shit. standards. And I'm like, fucking like, you're, it's, you actually don't I, care. As, as you an don't act- care about being woke. 
you're just trying to appease woke people. My thing with you're it, like, yeah. My my thing is like the She-Hulk comics. Just woke enough. <laughs> that should be their new tagline. That's gonna be a new fucking thing. No, She-Hulk in the comics is some of the best. Like she was actual... Daredevil, not Daredevil, but um, she was Deadpool before Deadpool existed. Yeah, because she she broke the fourth wall. She was funny, clever, and then like she still kind of does that. But no, I, there was a comic where recently she like she even stated like, yeah, uh, that's Deadpool's thing. I don't do that anymore. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. But like She-Hulk, li- like apparently the CGI animators had to fight to get her as big as she is. They yeah. wanted to go further, but they're like, no. Disney or whoever executives are like, no, she can't be super buff. That's unappealing to the audience. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Meanwhile, you have the Hulk who is literally created giant. the term Hulk and is a giant man that could crush your fucking head. He literally his goes tits. between big buff Hulk he throws, like, to a Mark Ruffalo. Rock into the out, like into the stratosphere. He can lift a car with ease. That's the thing, is that like you let Hulk be big, burly, and fucking strong, and then show Mark Ruffalo when he's back to normal. But then her is just she just grows a little taller. Well, that's also half Hulk. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like it's he's not even full Hulk. Like who's just they they really all like muscle. They which, professor which I think him. is a good choice for the half Hulk thing because they really toned down on what they did with the Hulk's muscles. Yeah, when they show that, which I think is great. But She Hulk is supposed to be in her prime in that form. So like, give her some fucking muscles. I want to see some biceps. I they should have gone further, and I'm I'm said to me. I think that's why it looks so weird because it feels like the 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 artist actually made a model that was like big, like muscular, like bodybuilder, supermodel heavy, and then Disney went no 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 no, no. you got to tone that down, and they're like we've like finished most of it, and they're like no 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 no, it's got to go make her look like a supermodel, not a bodybuilder. I was watching TV at work the other day on the couch in the lobby. And uh, fuck yeah! <laughs> and I saw a trailer I for I it. Do that. I mean, it, it was the night shift. That's the only one you can really do it on. But um, I was waiting for coffee to brew for the morning shift, and uh, I was just watching TV, and a trailer came on for it, and they had fucking yellow suited Daredevil, and I was like, they can't fucking do this arc in a She-Hulk show. Well, no, no, no. So that's the thing is, it's apparently he's just kind of cameoing. They're born. They're doing the born again Daredevil comic run uh later which okay. is apparently gonna be the longest disney plus show because be like i, think I heard it was like 18 20. episodes or something it's 20 episodes i think holy shit and so that's gonna be the longest disney plus one it better fucking be rated r i it, hope it so. just better be daredevil season four that's all i'm saying i just want them to give vincent d'onofrio the same gravitas he had in you the netflix didn't see series. did you see hawkeye i did fuck it was very disappointing i was so mad which they only did it because that's what happens in the comics. And now Shutagai. He, he's had the superhero serum, and he gets beaten by a freshman college girl yeah, with no you. training or powers. And she just shot. She got a lucky shot in. Like yeah. that's, dude. If he had gotten beaten by Hawkeye, I would have been okay with that. Because well, to Hawkeye, me, that would have been the best thing for Hawkeye because we see him as like such a dipshit in the MCU for the most part. He, they they made a joke about it. He did that thing on one of the talk shows where he did us a, a song about how he doesn't have superpowers. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been perfect for his character is that he beats down a super soldier. In my opinion, my my she has help moment in Endgame was just Hawkeye keeping the gauntlet away from the aliens by himself for like half an hour. Yeah, that was the dopest shit to me, and I was like, this is Hawkeye's moment, and no one else even talked about it. The f- yeah, no, that's the thing is that Hawkeye is supposed to be like up there with Black Widow in terms of in like, the comics he's one of the coolest fucking guys like there's a reason he's the guy that Logan goes to and old man Logan like 
Deadpool and Hawkeye, that's a team up because Hawkeye is so fucking cool. That'd be the best Disney Plus thing if they actually, because I know Logan is a movie, but could you imagine if they got Hugh Jackman back to legit do an old man Logan in like kind of set in the MCU? That would be fucking amazing. I'd fucking lose my shit, dude. Do it. I would say do it. If you could do it, like do it in kind of those like Love, Death, and the Robot CGI kind of animation styles. So you could have the actors, put them in the face, facial capture thing. That's how I wish. We're going to get a uh, Deadpool Wolverine with Hugh Jackman. Yes. And I do think. I was telling Ryan Luke Reynolds. something about Ryan this. Ryan Reynolds will of make it happen. best friends. Ryan Reynolds is going to make that shit happen of if it kills him. And it'll be, and it'll be, a, it'll either, either be like a really cool movie or it'll be just a Deadpool. Like, it's going to be one scene and it's going to be like the most kick-ass moment of the movie. No, I th- do you think it'll, I almost say. Oh, like a whole, movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it would be amazing if in Deadpool 3 they parody the end game thing where the portal is open. And <laughs> Wolverine <laughs> walks through. <laughs> Dude, it, no, it, it literally has to be every fan casting that people have had. He's standing there and he, you see like a, a hand go on his shoulder and then go. That would be incredible. Oh my, dude. He you, looks over and it's like somebody completely different. It's not Hugh Jackman at all and it's Danny not DeVito. Wolverine. Danny DeVito. They gotta get Danny DeVito to do it. I'm the Wolverine. I come out, I throw wolves all over the ring. I'm the trash man. Oh my god! It's gosh. so amazing that he's had this comeback career. Oh and, yeah, and dude. It's always sunny. It's always sunny. I think it, it's it's one of those shows that like you watch. Well, I, I saw clips that I'd be like, "This is the funniest thing ever," and I've never, like, never started watching it. And then Kevin was like, "You should watch. It's always sunny. It's very funny." And I did. It's amazing. It's one of those shows where like everyone who watches it just looks at it and goes, "This is unanimously funny." Like even yeah. even like it's always sunny has somehow been able to to go and be. The clip both I, anti-woke, like. but like woke at the same time, where it's like they have their moments where it's like, oh, they're trying to they're making fun. Of like racist asshole people, but I in a way that like everyone is like, gonna laugh. Charlie can't read, <laughs> and it's just a, com- a compilation of like times where he like says something or like he says like, "Oh, you're writing stuff down." And he shows it. It's just chipper. I love the the birthday episode where they're like, "We didn't know what to get you, so we just read stuff from your dream journal." We didn't know what you meant by worm hat, so. <laughs> Dude. The, the clip that I, like, kind of introduced me to It's Always Sunny was they get a boat, and they're, like, trying to get, like, get women to come on the boat to have sex with them. So they, like, get a bed. They're like, what else should we get? They're like, well, we're going to drive out to sea, and then, you know, the women, you know, they're going to have sex with us. And they're like, yeah, yeah, because they want to. And he says, well, because of the implications. And because the implications of what? You know, well, they're on sea, yeah, out at sea, you know, it's only us. You know, the implications. Goes, the implications. <laughs> the implications of what? Danger head? No, no, no. We We're not going to hurt these women. I never said anything about hurting these women. It's the implication. <laughs> it's the implications of danger. Oh, my gosh. No, dude. My, still my favorite bit is Max, like, weight loss through the fucking oh, yeah, show. He gets fucking, what what he did gets he get jacked ripped. for? Um, or something. Or did he, did, he just decide I didn't to get, get jacked? He got really fat because they needed body doubles at the bar and the guy was really muscular and he was like I just need to tack on mass and then he loses all of that before the next season starts and then the therapy episode happens and then he gets really jacked it's it's fucking no yeah he's it's more than just like superhero jack it's like actually strong yeah it's not only just like 
he loses all of his fat, and so he's got a really good bod. He, he actually he, is like, uh, you could break me with your hand. Yeah. Like this, your thighs could crush my skull. You're literally looking at the dude going like, did you... Did you try out for like a superhero movie? Because it feels like you tried out for one, or you you know got Compound V and immediately just it just immediate poof. superhuman. It that was funny just because I love that like they they called him like a fat piece of shit for so long. He loses weight. Not a single person says it's so word. funny that, that uh, <laughs> you know Thor gets fat, but that's just a yeah, that's just a suit. But. That is also my favorite version of Thor with the braided beard oh, wielding the hammer it, and the axe. The he was so fucking cool. With him and... Uh, new Master 69. Yeah, New Master 69 is so good. They canonized that, by yeah. the way. Did you see that commercial? Yeah, I did. Wait, that, wait what? There's yeah, a, there, there's an Xbox commercial where Anthony Mackie goes into GameStop and he's like, hey, I'm looking to get the new Xbox. I've been gone for the last couple of years because of the snap. Yeah. And the guy's like showing him how to play xbox and he's like damn this is crazy he was like yeah you should add me and uh he goes what's your gamer tag and he goes noob master 69 hell yeah <laughs> fuck yeah dude i want to see one of those marvel like one shot <laughs> well, short they, films they, they, then in that ryan reynolds uh, as like deadpool did that that him other, and korg yeah, reacting korg. to free guy yeah and that also integrated the the fortnite and uh yeah it's super canon i cannot wait for deadpool 3 that's probably my most anticipated Marvel think, thing. So have you like read any Deadpool comics, either of you? Yeah, uh, here and there. VJ? I've mostly read... I have the first issue of Deadpool, and it's very different from how most people perceive the character. He's just He basically just started out as Deathstroke, which is, you know... Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I've he, read some yeah, of yeah, the... Yeah, he is de- yeah, Deathstroke. Yeah. It's, it's Deathstroke, but like, and even even in, when he started... Except he, with fourth wall Well, no, breaks. when he started, he, started, he didn't have that. When he started, he, he was just that. Deathstroke. It was just their version of Deathstroke. Yeah, he has like, a, like it, a terminal in- illness that gets superpowers. Yeah, it, it got... amazing with guns. It started out being like sad and serious 90s comic, and then it turned into he has like a daughter and has a unicorn as a pet and is possessed by the ghost of benjamin franklin and then he yeah and then he, he he's able to break the fourth wall like understand re- like that he's being a co- that he's in a comic book and then he also uh has like a bag of guns that he literally can just put it's just infinite guns that he has and he just well like what's, isn't there like a comic where he like goes and starts killing everybody Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe yeah, yeah and then he, because he know he he realizes that yeah he's being read in a comic book he, he realizes that it who won't does matter. he whisper that to and it like breaks them isn't he, like, it, isn't he's it about like Reed is it someone who's like super somebody smart goes to kill him well, and then he, it, he defeats so, him it's someone who's I think it was like super smart that like hey by the way you're not real like he literally you're like told, a, yeah. He like book. told them the reality of what they're right, in, like, and like dying, they fucking lost, lost it. it. Yeah, I don't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was someone who's like insanely smart. And during that, don't they even they have a couple panels where it's, they go out to the the drawing, the, like the drawing of the comic itself. The so Deadpool. That's why I love the, the first Deadpool movie because to me it's a perfect ex- encapsulation of all of Deadpool. Because when he is when he's Wade without the suit, it's. It's kind of a normal superhero, kind of like he's a he's a guy. Nothing wrong. He puts the suit on, and all of a sudden, shit's crazy. Everything's going insane. He's talking to the I camera. He's doing shoot, all baby. Yeah. Shoot, but like shoot, the first part is when he gets cancer. It's like legit sad. You're like, well, shit. He's like cancer. down on his lungs. <laughs> you know Such a good joke. L cancer. I love that in the first movie. He's like he says in the. 
in the apartment, there's a cure for blindness with a million dollars <laughs> hidden. And then in the second movie, he breaks the floorboards and grabs the money. And next to it is the cure for blindness. <laughs> that was the best callback. the first movie where he's like, he finds out he's just, he goes, you're joshing? You're not joshing. Oh, you're clowning. You're clowning. I sense clowns. I you're sense not clowning me. not clowning me. I sense clowns. I sense clowns. <laughs> and they're like, she's like, a lot of people... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of people take time to process. A lot of people say handle handle like handle the news differently. <laughs> take your time to process. I do. Now what's the funniest? Clowns. It's it's such I also a funny love line. The sex montage. Oh, that where, was yeah, all the holidays. They're just naming they all the holidays through the year, and he's just like shoving mashed potatoes in her mouth, and he's like, no, it's Happy the other Thanksgiving. Way. Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. And then Happy International Women's Day, and she she's I, like, you ready? Titans. The I lo- thing. I lo- he's in there, and dude, he sold uh-huh. that. He sold that scene because you can see the veins in his head. And he's sweating. He's, he's sweating. like, he's like, nope, uh, uh-uh, nope, uh-huh. nope. <laughs> that man has definitely been, been pegged, pegged by his wife before. Oh, that that was too real. They have a. They have a. <laughs> they that shit was great, too real. They have a great marriage. Oh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds seem like such like fun people. Honestly, I was Ryan such Reynolds a huge fan of only, her. Is the only person that could have ever been Deadpool. Well, well I mean, case in, in point, I mean, he he'd worked how how many years did he try to. If I could do him, it was a long him time. being in X Men Origins Wolverine was I mean, but that's, well. No, that's that like, was originally his thing. Was he thought they were going to be truthful to Deadpool's character, and then they didn't. And he said, "Fuck it." With the swords. Well, and and, and so his stitched up mouth. <laughs> that's yeah, the thing. Was, that was terrible. Well, I, I forget what it was, but they the the comic run was like, and that was the first comic he had read of Deadpool. Was the 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 line was like, "What do you look like under the math?" And it said, "A mix of Ryan Reynolds and a fucking badger." <laughs> and and from that point, he was like. Oh, I like this guy. And he got into Deadpool. And from that point forward, he was like, I'm gonna do Deadpool. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna do the Deadpool movie. That seems to be a trend with Marvel where it's like, we really want this guy to play him in the movie. Just make him look like that in the comic. Because that's the exactly ulti- what in the happened. Ulti- happened. Sam Jackson. Yep. <laughs> They're like, what does Nick Fury look like? A mix between like Samuel Jackson kind of, you know, he's, he's very similar vibe. And I'm then s- I'm still hoping for some kind of AU. Uh, childish Gambino Spider-Man. Oh, see, I think I yes, but I also think he'd just make a great prowler. Which he that, is technically. I mean, in the in the MCU, they basically set it up like that for him to be the prowler. Which, if that movie ever comes along, I'll be day one on that. Oh, shit. for sure. I've been day one on every Spider-Man movie so far because they're Spider-Man even- right now is the only reason people are staying interested in the MCU because they want to be like, okay, what's Spider-Man gonna okay. do next? Okay. Okay. Black. Okay. So the next Spider-Man. Childish Gambino would be a great prowler. Oh, right? yeah, great. Um, what do you guys think? And he'd add some like good comedic relief to it. His his writing Donald style Parker. for scripted stuff is fucking incredible. It, he, a lot of people don't like forget about like Community and. Uh, he was great in Community. So yeah. his, he's had some of the best comedic I mean, he's lines. Mul- so multi-talented. Yeah, I think Atlanta. I mean, obviously, Atlanta's good, but yeah, I mean. Atlanta's the reason that I think he might even be good in a writing or directing role for a Spider-Man movie because there's so much comedy, but also he interjects the drama and it's dark. I think that would work really well for Spider-Man. He'd obviously have to lighten it up a bit, but I think whatever they do with the next Spider-Man, because they they have literally reset the slate for Spider-Man. Yeah, he's he's back to that down in the slums. He is in his own apartment, broke as shit. Trying to handle college and a job while also being Spider-Man. And yeah, death of Aunt May. That be, that Aunt May's death being the Uncle Ben for the MCU. I mean, yeah, I mean, he is that's, so that's cool. Spider-Man. We've waited so long for that to happen. I mean, because it, it is the origin story, and now you know. Well, because they meant we're now in the 
not the uh, filler of One Piece, you know? It's yeah, like, it's like the same shit. We're like, okay, now the story's happening. The real yeah. arc is going on. Re- now, now who finally. Do, so I, I have said I this. Now is the time to do Craven. Oh, that'd be so fucking cool. Now is what? Craven the well, Hunter. D- the well, man we that... can't because they're doing a Craven movie at Sony. Well, fuck, fuck Sony. Wait, so what is this? Craven the Hunter is a character in Spider Man who quite literally is like a hunter. He goes, it starts out very small. He hunts wilderness, like, you know, lions, tigers, whatever. Oh my. Yeah, right. And then he goes more. And to the, like, in, in some continuities, this man has hunted villains. In the, um, in the Amazing Spider Man video games, which were kind of shit, so you don't have to play them, but they have Craven. The GameCube ones? No, this is the, uh, like the, Xbox 360 ones. Oh, okay, I played the GameCube in Spider-Man. The, the GameCube Spider-Man was great. Um, in in uh in this in this Craven the Hunter captures and literally taxidermies scorpion, rhino, and uh, lizard, and you're like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah. And he's he's like, and you're Peter Parker this time, so I don't think Craven knows who you are. He might know who you are, but you're literally walking through Craven's like exhibit of things he's caught, and you're like, yo, this guy's fucking crazy, and he wants. He like Spider-Man's his like ultimate like you'll be the trophy type shit. And so that would be I think it'd be really cool if Sony wasn't fucking it up like they always do. But yeah, I know that they're gonna do Black Hat. That to me is the next available thing for Spider-Man because now you you're not Venom. Well they they teased they, it, yeah. They set up Venom, but who knows if they're gonna do it. They couldn't even commit to having Tom Hardy in the movie. They fucking should have. God dang it, that'd be perfect. Tom Hardy and Tom Holland is like like obviously the it, Toms. Well it, it would be the ultimate comics version of it because that venom is the older version who kind of like and you could pull it that way um i i for one think they're gonna do black cat as like his love interest slash antagonistic thing because is that is that well, in the comic like, she's like a Catwoman to him yeah and yeah. uh the thing is and this is perfect because right now no one knows who peter parker is because of this, the thing yeah. black cat loves spider-man she does not like peter parker that's the thing is that that she, would be a really good conflict for the next movie after everything because she, she well yeah because oh, he yeah he's like still in love he's he's so in love with MJ and they finally got together holy shit that was so to sad. me Black Cat so would be perfect with those coffee shot uh, coffee. oh dude when he's just like talking to her and she doesn't know who he is dude you know what that reminds me of is the episode in Rick in Rick and Morty where Morty gets a remote to pause a redo? It's like a respawn thing. Yeah. And so he meets. He's like, I'm God. Done that using. hurt, dude. It's so, he like what he does is he's about to go into a strip club, and so he presses like the save, and then instead of going in, he sees this girl going to a coffee shop and opens the door, and it opens up this incredible love that they have. Then they take a trip somewhere. Their plane goes down in like the fucking. It's, it's in like a mountain region. It's and crazy. So, and so everyone's dying and they're like, I love you. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to my backpack, which was like fallen out of the sky and get my cell phone so we can call 911. And he goes, finds his backpack, sees the remote to reverse back. And he's like, I'm not going to do it because I'm in love. And then, then the, the, he gets rescued and, and saved and all that shit. And then... <laughs> And then his dad's on the couch watching TV, and he goes, ah, grabs the remote out of his backpack and resets it. And he goes all the way back to when he's outside the strip club, sees the love of his life going into the coffee shop, and he's like, hi, it's me. And she's like, get off of me, and pepper sprays him. And And then as he falls, he resets the spawn point. So he keeps trying to press it, but he keeps going back to when she pepper sprays him in the face. And so he can't even go back to reintroduce himself. (laughs) It's so oh, bad. No. It's so sad. And I was like, 
Oh my god. Rick and Morty pushes those lines really well. Yeah. Where it's like you're like, oh, this is real dark humor. Then you go, fuck, now I feel bad. <laughs> like I feel bad for laughing, but like Jesus Christ, they do good though. I, I love I love Rick and Morty. It's really fun. Yeah. But no, like uh. I guess we can get in. Do you have anything? By the way, we, we kind of moved real fast, but do you have anything else you were doing, Matt? Or No. Cool. All right, no. I'll go. Uh, mine should, shouldn't be too too far. I do have some news that's a little depressing. It's still a rumor, but we'll see. Um, Chris Chan escaped from trial. Well, no, that's <laughs> actually good news because that's just more shit for us to react to. Um, no, so I've just been kind of in that weird spot. I like I told BJ before the podcast. I think I'm gonna put Xenoblade on hold just because I'm working 50 hours a week, and I have like no time. Especially when you told me that all oh, you beat the story in 95 hours. I'm like, fuck, I'd be at this thing. I, for- I was doing way too much. I got every class maxed out before I did that. So would you say I could probably beat this like if I if I like kind of more so beeline not beeline the story but like kind of focus on the story I could probably beat in like what do you say sixty I, I think you could because the final boss only gets up to like level seventy two and when okay. I, when I beat it I was level ninety three okay so I was doing way too much yeah I, I it's just that's a long ass game but like I so I've kind of told myself I'm gonna stick to some short games like at max like twenty hours I could beat that in a week with my schedule so it's fine um, but now but you like. You've kind of gotten it all spoiled now, though. I don't really care. Okay. Like my thing with a lot of JRPGs is, is it's more about the the characters interacting and how they react to the story than it is for the story. Because to me, it's like I could I could have probably guessed Xenoblade 3's story structure because it's a JRPG. They all kind of have that same vibe to it. I mean, Things it's also going, true. It's like I watched God of War until I played it. I was like, play, oh, yeah, playing yeah. it feels different when you're there and seeing the interactions and interacting yourself. So, like, I know I'm going to still like it. Like, whether or not I get spoiled on how it ends, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I kind of figured they're going to fight a god. Timelines are a part of it. it. It's a JRPG. That shit happens all the time. I've played Final Fantasy VII. They're all like it. Um, so like I, that, that's not what interests me in JRPGs for me. It's the gameplay, which I already like in Xenoblade three and the characters, the characters really sell a JRPG for me because if they, if you have a shit cast of characters, it doesn't matter how good the plot is. Your characters suck. I'm not going to play the game and Xenoblade, even before I've met Mio and some of the others, I already like the guys we have. Oh shit. I'm, what's up? I miss my phone was on silent. Kevin got a speeding ticket. Oh shit! He was on the way, and he was in a school zone, and he got a, a fucking speeding ticket. Oh it's my like god! One seventy-five, dude. Holy so Kevin shit. got a speed. Oh, hey, at least he's not dead. Well, he was in a. Apparently, he was in a school zone. I would look, and technically, before he left. Well, that's eighteen minutes. Four o'clock isn't even school zone time. Like school ends at like school zone ends at like three thirty. Yeah. So yeah. I want. I wonder if he was just speeding in general, just trying to get there. But Kevin's also not the guy to like fucking go to court and fight it. He's like, yeah, he might even be in like Mexico or Brazil. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's a sorry, Kevin. Kevin. But um, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm gonna enjoy Xenoblade Three when I get to it. It was the same thing as Xenoblade Two. I got it spoiled for me, but it was the same thing where I was like, oh well. <laughs> he said, "Fuck the boy." <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Kevin. This is Kevin's Joker arc. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Play the viol- the soft violin. He's going to be riding the bicycle back and fall and scrape his face. And then just go scraped. It's going to be scraped in a smile. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Here, BJ, give me another tea. 
Oh damn! Did I take the last one. No, we got we got ten more in the. Yeah, I was gonna the, say there's the like a shit ton I more in the fridge. have a whole pack that I just unloaded, so we have alcohol. Don't but worry, um, people listening that want to listen to us sober. Yeah, good luck. Um, it's like a hookup. You never want to go in sober. That's true. Um, so the ga- one game I have played. So I played two games realistically in this past like week time. Um, one of which is Saints Row. So Saints Row came out on the Tuesday that I was with Matt. And so the next day I bought Dude, it. Adrian, he bought the $100. I mean, it had a steelbook. It's, it, he's so stupid. I, it <laughs> makes me angry that he would literally waste money on, the, on such a shit game. Hey, BJ. I'm not saying it's I, terrible. I, hey, I BJ. Hey, BJ. Hey, BJ. Tell me all the steelbook collector's edition shit you've bought for some shit games. There's only one that I consider shit. The rest have been masterpieces. I bought all the Xenoblade Collector's Editions, a lot of Switch games Collector's Editions, but they've all been good games. The one that I bought that I legitimately regret is fucking Jump Force. It was $350. No! And all it came with was the first season pass, a steelbook, and a statue. How big's the statue? It's, uh... It's not... It's like... It's a little bigger than this box. Jesus. The thing, but the, no. that's, that's also why I bought it because it's Luffy, statue of? It's Luffy, Luffy Goku, and Goku, and Naruto, and Naruto oh, all back God. to back, powered up. Okay, that's pretty badass. It's a big three. I right don't have there. anything that was in that collector's edition anymore. I still have that statue on display. Of course. I mean, it's a right cool next statue. To your it's a Titanfall helmet. Uh, no, that's on my bedpost. <laughs> no, but I'm trying uh, to find the stand, and then I'll bring it over. You know here. what makes you know what makes him buying that collector's edition worse is you can't fucking like get the game anymore. Like, the season passes are not available to buy. You can't buy it digitally. Like, they took it off. You have really? to have a physical edition. It's not... I thought I saw Jump Force on Xbox. Nope. It... I did... Probably Wait, recently? Like, no, probably like a year ago. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, the, <laughs> they took it the off. The server shut down just a couple months ago. You can still buy the game physically. Like, if you have a disc and everything, that's fine. But when you boot the game up, you cannot buy the DLC anymore. So you'll see all these characters that you're like, oh, I wish they were in the game. And they show up in the character roster, but there's no way to get them. I what wonder- characters are those? Uh, there's a couple of One Piece characters. All Might was, was one you could download. I got All Might, thankfully. Yodoichi and Grinja from Bleach, which is what I wanted, and I didn't get. So I lost out on those two. Law was one of Law them. Law was one. Um, there was a Hunter Hunter character, wasn't there? No, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the little girl yeah. beefs up into a big, strong woman. They- She-Hulk? Pretty much, pretty much the anime version of it without, well, but less with less green. Um, no, yeah, jump for like, it's the thing. It it's it's less about the idea that I bought a hundred bucks for Saints Row. It was just the idea that yo, it's got a sick ass steelbook, and like I know for a fact, BJ, you understand that feeling of like even it depends on the game. Well, for me, for me, it comes down to like I have steelbooks of games I think are shit, but I got a steelbook from it because I'm like. The steelbook looks sick as fuck. I like the steelbook. And I will give them this. At least Saints Row put their fucking logo on the side on like Sony. Every steelbook I've gotten from a PS- shut no, shut the fuck up. Okay. Every steelbook I've gotten from a PlayStation exclusive. Let's be, Horizon, be fair, Neo be fair, 2. I'm, I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna judge you. You have yeah. There. You gave me a very nice birthday presents. Yeah. Uh, both BJ and Luke could not wait. Um, they got their I story. sent him a Snapchat video fully detailing the thing I'll, that I'll I got just, in. I'll just tell our listeners um, what they are. So I got from BJ 
So we had like, you know, a lot of people know here that I'm a huge Gundam fan. No. No shit. What? So we would we were I was like, oh my, I we, BJ was like, there's a Gundam GameCube. And I was like, no, there's not. And we looked it up. It's so expensive. Yeah. To get all like a complete set. So expensive. At least like six hundred dollars. That's you can not- get the console sale for like four hundred, but to get the the controller as well, the bundle with the GBA reader and everything, it's fucking astronomical. Yeah, and so and that's then- without the box. <laughs> yeah, for real. And so yeah, to that's get in a, a brown completely- paper bag. They're just yeah, gonna throw to you. It's crazy. And so, but then I didn't even know this. I literally didn't know it existed. BJ sends me a Snapchat chat while I'm pooping very poor, <laughs> like a terrible poop on the toilet. A Snapchat. Showing me that he got me a Gundam GBA, uh, and I am so excited for it. And then Luke, he gets me he gets me three things. Two of them are are the um, illustrated Dune um, graphic novels. graphic novels, which I am extremely excited for. But the first thing he gave me was this box. I open up and I see it this like leather pouch, and I know exactly what it is. And it's the pocket watch from Full Metal Alchemist that uh, that Edward has with the engraving on the inside. And so it's right here next to the other gift that BJ gave me, which is the the uh, School of the Wolf Witcher pendant. And then I have my pocket watch from Full Metal Alchemist. The pocket watch does Your desk ha- is starting to look kind of like the Witcher medallion tree. <gasps> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, so I'm... I'm uh, Anyways, I got good friends. Yeah, can't judge me too hard. So thank you, thank you, both of you. You can get a steel book if you want. I just well, and <laughs> for such a game that you literally am not like the no, biggest fan. No, to of, to be like, fair, I, I had like, pre I had sense. pre-ordered. I had put some money down. Like, I had had thirty dollars down on it already. Like way back. Y'all know I got. I'm gonna go all announced. fucking all out on your guys' birthday party. Birthday so. presents. So <laughs> like, oh, you better this, this just, fucking Game Boy. Pay for pay for part of my tattoo. That's we get that day. I'll definitely do that, but uh, I'm gonna get you something good. I'll have to. But the uh, I'm gonna yeah. The the medallion. So for, to for for the behind the scenes, that medallion has been in my like Amazon like like I put save for later, and it's been sitting there for months. Because I'm like, I'll just get it for Matt. Like, just be a nice friend. But I'm like, no, his birthday's in October or his birthday soon. I'll get it then. Whatever. And I'm just like, it's, well, you it's said been you couldn't sitting. wait to, to open one of them. And I was like, I, what? Is, what is he talking about? And he definitely wanted to read the, the graphic novels. Yeah, I wanted to read the dude. graphic novels. And They've so, been sitting uh, on that bookshelf that I built, just sitting there next to the Persona 5 manga, just because they've just been sitting there. And I'm like, God dang it. I'm, I'm literally looking at them one night, just going, I, I could read it first. Uh, what's up? If you have another peach, one of the twisted teas, yes, that'd be sick. But um, I I sat there staring at these graphic novels, like, yo, I want to fucking read one so bad. But I'm like, no, I'm gonna let Matt be the first to open these books and crease them. That works. Um, and so I they've just been sitting there, and I finally was just like, today I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm giving them Matt. I can't I can't stare at these any longer. But no, the the medallion. I I forget when I texted you that I got the first part of your gift, but that was when I bought it. I said, fuck it. Because you had invited us. You said, hey, my birthday party soon. It's going to be great. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm buying it now. Man, I got some. Hey, listeners, get yourself a good group of friends like the SideQuest podcast group of friends, okay? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, guys, work on your friendship game. <laughs> Fucking get that shit up. Get some guys who are going to buy you some sick-ass shit 
because they want to. And then while you're at it, you know, tell your family and friends about this podcast. Yeah, while you're there, uh, those make new- friends and then tell them to listen to our podcast. <laughs> Be that, guy, be that guy in your friend group who's like, hey, have you listened to this? Have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that guy, okay? No, be that guy. If it gets oh, us yeah, yeah, we, sorry. We, if we it want, gets us clicks, be that guy. Yeah, we want the clicks. Ruin your guy. friendship for our podcast. Yeah. I am that guy for my own podcast, which has gotta be way more annoying. <laughs> the the foot you're no, what is it? You're the you're the I can't wait to have like guests, you know, like actual Yes. We, we, what's I your... still want to have Nate on if he would actually talk yeah. to me on Snapchat. We, uh, yeah, we texted true. him on Sunday because we were with Millie and, and Will. And, well, Carmen texted Sarah. Nothing. You, uh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you got to text Sarah first, and then she, she'll tell Nate. But well, yeah, I'll, I'll confront him sometime. No, but um, another one of those. <laughs> we got to get your boy uh, who works for Treyarch. Yeah, okay, okay. We, I'll send him a text. I, I, just, be, I think I was so waiting until we were set up, and I think we're now... I think we're at a good place. I think we're at a really good place. Figure that out. That's I was waiting to text Robert just because that would be fun to just have somebody new that you guys didn't know to just nerd out with. I mean, honestly, it would just be a fun podcast and lots. I low key wish. I mean, I liked how uh, how like fun it was just talking to Nate the first time. But could you imagine if we had mics on? And like, because Matt came in during the so party. There's so many times where we literally, before we even start a podcast, you guys start talking. I'm like, we fucking should have had the mics rolling. This is gold. The, yeah, there's there's time. Like, it's it's that it's a sad thing of just being like, fuck, this would have been great on a TikTok or a YouTube video or whatever. Or just yeah, just I wish I that. wish me and me and BJ could have recorded that fucking Psychonauts two, uh, thought crobatic shit because I lost my shit. Because of him, like, we're just watching Z, uh, uh, Psychonauts 2, and he's like, oh, cool. Oh, nice. They're putting a bunch of nonsense words on <laughs> Yeah, screen. like, they're they're making up words that have to do with, like, mental health and whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thought acrobatics. I did that with someone's daughter once. And I, I'd, like, spit and just started, like, losing my shit. And, like, I was laughing so hard that I, I laughed through the rest of the Psychonauts 2 information that I had no idea what the fuck they said after that. I was losing it. And I wish we would have recorded that. I <laughs> wish we could have gotten that conversation with Nate and Sarah about Dune and Batman. Do any, pretty much any time Matt came in, we were yelling. Like, I, we were yelling. Like, me and Nate were yelling. Yeah, and, then know, Sarah, I had, I had Sarah, and then I'd come in, I'd hear something, I'd be like... I fucking got a couple sets. There was a point where someone said D&D, and the three of us got off the couch and walked over. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, Nate, we need to play D&D. He's like, yeah, I've been wanting to play D&D. I was like, he's like, I think I should be a paladin. I was like, you would be the most amazing paladin. Me and Luke were like, what, what, we, what? Literally, paladin? Literally, 5e, no, D&D. I, I literally, D20. I, I was yeah. next. <laughs> I was Critical. Next to, Look at my dice. <laughs> <laughs> I was next to BJ, and I don't know if he saw, but I literally, literally yeah, you guys were here, I, and we were all talking. I literally, like, just zoomed out, like, what? It was like somebody said our activation phrase, and we just went. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the TV show Severance on uh, Apple TV? I've heard about it. So it's with the guy. I can't believe him. Like, his name, I think TMG has talked about it, the Tiny the only, uh The only person, the only thing I know him from is Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec. But it's produced by Ben Stiller. And he, which I realized, in, have you guys seen uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yeah, I think so. So in that, Ben Stiller produced that, and he also, the guy who plays Ben Wyatt, stars as like the bad guy. So this, it's this TV show about this like medical procedure called like sever, like being severed or severance. Where, Wait, is that the one where they kill you and bring you back to life? No, not that one, because that's another. Yeah, that's another. But this one, you literally get this medical procedure with a chip. 
And what it does is it separates your, like, at-home life from your work life. So you go to work, and then all of a sudden, you switch. And you have, like, once you get to work, you have no memories of what who you are or what you do. You have no memories. I like this premise Outside already. of work. And you work at this, at this weird company called Lumen. Super fucking sketchy. And then after you clock out and you, you leave the building, you switch back to human. And so... There's like it's super it's crazy. I so I had like kind of like jumped in because Car- Carmen and Kevin have been watching this, and I jumped in and been like, oh my gosh, this is kind of cool, cool thing. And so they're starting to like re- like so they have innies and outies. Innies are people that work at like that are at work, and the outies are their outside lives. So they're okay. the outies. So the innies are the people in work working. And so there's like things like spoilers, by the way. So one of the one of the cast is at home. And they get triggered to switch. So he's in his work mind, doesn't know anything about his home life, and is all of a sudden switched at his home. And he's like, where am I? And this boy runs into his into the room and is like, dad. And he's like, I didn't know I have a Literally, he had no clue he had a son. And then he switched back. And so he's at work, and he's like, they don't, like I have a son. I don't even know his name. Um, and he gets pissed. And so they start to like scheme how to switch themselves off. And so they find a way in the final episode to switch while they're all at home to switch to their work life. And it gets crazy. Like one of the guy who the guy who plays the Ben I need to figure out his name. He is at home at this like this get together and his next door neighbor is literally his boss from work. And so he's hugging her, like, Hi, good good to see you. His switch to his work thing and he exits from the hug looking at his boss. And he stays cool, but he, like, the boss realizes, like, something's off about him. And she, like, pretends to be his neighbor. And she's like, are you okay? And so he finds his sister, and he's like... Wait, so she's in on it. Like, she doesn't have a switch. No, no, the boss doesn't switch. Oh, fuck. But she sees him switch. Yes, and she, like, is, like, suspicious of it at first. So he goes to find his sister, because this whole time, while they've been at work, they're like, we need to fucking get out of this. And so he goes... He goes, to, he's, he goes to his sister, and he's like, I need to talk to you. Because they all know he had the procedure done because his wife died. And he goes, I need to tell you, uh, fucking, when I wake up, like, everyone, the work is bad. Because there's a bunch of people that think it's inhumane to do this. Because they also do the procedure for, like, pregnant women. Like, when you get pregnant, we'll sever you. And once you give birth, we'll unsever you. So you don't have any memory of being pregnant. That definitely is a moral dilemma because, like, isn't part of the, like, one of the points of that people say about pregnancy is, like, that pain and a lot of that stuff kind of bonds you to that yeah, child yeah. So, and shit. So yeah, so literally she's like, and so there's, like, a lot of things are like, it's good, you know, it's good for people, like, so that you, you don't, you know, so they're like, so there's, like, a bunch of different So, so you, like, severance yourself during, like, you know, getting surgery and like doing like terrible, like I yes, like exactly. You have so a fear the, for the dentist. Severance me while I'm at the dentist. Shit, yeah, type shit. Yeah, so you okay. So they, they, but a lot of people have skept, like are skeptical of the company Lumen. It's crazy. So he's there, and he tells his sister who has this daughter, and he before she talks to her, the the the, the sister's like here to the to the boss lady, Mrs. She's like Mrs. Lug like. Ludwig or Mrs. Cheryl something. She's like, here, can you hold my baby? I'm going to talk to Mark. I, I'm sorry. And she's like, she knows what's ha- about what's happening and that Mark's telling his sister about it. So she has his, Mark's sister, that's the character, Mark's, uh, uh, Sis, Mark's niece. niece. And so he tells his sister, like, it's crazy, like, it's bad. The, the boss of Lumen 
is literally in our house and she's my neighbor and she's pretending to be all this shit. And so there's a bunch of other characters that are all doing this other thing while they're all like un- untied. So their innies are at their... Their innies are their outies. And so one of the girls literally realizes that she's at this like gala for Lumen and that she's the daughter of the person that invented the procedure. She had no clue. She like tried to kill herself while she's at work. She's like, this is inhumane. So she's like, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. And so you're, and this guy, this guy who found out that he has a kid is in the control room and it's a two man switch. So he has his hand on each switch, holding it to keep them unsevered, just holding it. And then the woman, the boss calls the person at the work. And it's like, they're like, they're fucking switch. You have to shut it down. And we're, and so then this whole time later, Mark has, there's this weird therapist at the, at the company and they have this weird connection that they don't understand that they, they like each other, but they don't know why. And there are people there in the Lumen company that don't have Audis. They just have like, you're fucking, we're locking you down because you tried to quit. So you live as an idiot and we just brainwash you all the fucking time. Jesus. And so, but Mark's wife died and he literally looks at a picture. It's his fucking therapist. It's his fucking wife. It's his therapist. And so as... As he sees that, he starts running in slow motion out to his sister, and then the guy's holding the switches, and the, the, the security guy comes in and tackles him, and you're like, you're like, tell your sister that your wife's alive, and right before he lets go, he, yet, he screams, my, she's alive, and then it cuts season end, and we're like, fuck, dude, it's such a good, I need to see this. I was... So stressed. So I was walking, pacing. Behind the couch. I was like, "What's gonna?" Because they're also like, then the woman gets on stage to tell about Lumen, and you're like, "Tell everyone that it's fucking, that it's terrible." And she, and she does, and then they all switch, and that season end, and it is. Is there a season two? Yeah, of course. Oh, let's fucking go. Watch Severance. It's crazy. Sorry, spoilers. It's incredible. I don't That's give a the fuck. Only part I've watched, and I was like, "This is an amazing." I don't give a fuck. I mean, that, that's still just like that got me hyped to watch interest building things. But I love that dystopian shit. It's so fucking. It, yeah, it reminds me of what's that? Uh, yeah, it's super fucking dystopian. Like it reminds me of like there's Big Brother parts of it. There's also what's the the Giving Tree shit where it's like yeah, because their offices are like all white. Like it's dude, what was the this, what was the uh, what was the the book? Um, they made a movie about it, which is not as good. But the one where like everybody sees in black and white, and then but you become the giver. Yeah, the giver. Where it's like you. Oh, yeah, not the giving tree. The yeah, giver. I was gonna say giving tree. Holy shit! But uh, the giver, where it's like yeah, you see and you see Damn, in color. Michelle Silverstein snapped on that one. <laughs> no, dude. Giver. Yeah, it's crazy. That's it, the one. Yeah. Severance is um, is awesome. There's this because it's also really weird. Like he, they do this. Like they pref- they're in this the the. There's different, like, not, like, subdivisions of the company where people work and do different things. So they're in, like, this thing, metadata. And all they do is look in a computer and look at weird numbers that are in a graph. And they just pick the numbers that look look off. And that's all they do. So it's, like, weird shit. It's like a weird – it sounds like it's a weird conditioning thing for the It's so weird. So what they do, though, is, like, they're like, you get a a five-minute dance and entertainment party. So they go into this woman. They're like, pick – an instrument she picks maracas and then they're like pick a song and they put the on the song and then they're like all right now we get a dance party and so then i miss this but then there's another part where the guy mark he gets a waffle party hell yeah and so he's 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 escorted into this room which is a replica of the of the creator's bedroom 
and all these people in masks, like animal masks and masks of the of the of the creator, they like are in lingerie and they come in and he gets to bring in another person, which is that guy with the kid. And he's like, you get to pick one person. And so he brings him. He sneaks out during the waffle party and then goes to the like security room and all. It's crazy. I got to watch it. Also weird and dystopian. It's so Apple TV Plus. If you guys need my login, I'll give it to you. It's crazy. I think I have like three months of free still somewhere. Yeah. In my, or maybe one month now, but whatever. Um, I, I don't mean to cut it off here. No, we should. We should get well, to BJ. There's two things. This is streaming service related. Um, well, fuck. I forgot. One of them was uh, fuck me. This is a good. Po- hey. I, I had one. I had one topic, but another topic I just I just talked that which it can be a very s- small one. There's a rumor that just came out literally not five minutes ago. Oh, I checked on my phone. So we breaking news. But uh, so I, I had talked about in a couple <laughs> podcasts before. <laughs> that was actually a really good voice for that. Yeah. Thanks. Stellar. Um, I had talked about that, you know, there's a rumor that uh, Bleach is being bought by Disney Plus to be streamed on their service. And Bleach is supposed to come out in October. So it's going to start airing in Japan in October. Now, it's still a rumor, so we don't know. But um, th- the rumor right now is that they're not going to simulcast it. So in order to watch Bleach legally, you have to wait till they're done airing the whole show and then Disney will put it out whenever they want to. That's pretty gay. So we have to wait. Thank you for the ad for piracy there, Disney. Yeah, well, that's the thing is I was looking through the, the Reddit of, because this is like a tweet. Someone was like, yo, the sources say this, whatever. And people were just saying, yeah, I'm gonna about, I'm about to just find this shit online. Fuck that. And Where is it originally going on? Just uh, in Japan. They put it on Japanese TV networks. And Bleach, so the thing with this one is this part of the arc of the manga is, like, super violent because this was, he started writing this when he got the information that, oh, the anime is getting canceled. We're not going to continue on. So he started writing the manga without TV guidelines in mind. So, like, within the first two chapters, people are getting holes blown into their fucking bodies. Heads are rolling. Characters are dying left and right in violent ways, getting cut in half. And it's like, because he's like, oh, I don't have to worry about TV ratings anymore because this is going to be animated, so fuck it. So he wrote it. And so now they're animating that arc, but they're airing it late at night, which is where the violent and like yeah, yeah, sexual stuff yeah. gets put out. And the so adult content. Yeah. So now it's getting it's not getting censored, and apparently Disney Plus is not censoring it either. I mean, they're already now they have the Punisher, Daredevil. I think, I think that's R-rated. an incredible boon for them, though. Because I grew up watching Bleach. I remember when it aired on Toonami. It, really? it wasn't even yeah. on Toonami first. It before Because Toonami happened at like the 7, 8 o'clock. And then it went to Adult Swim. And they still showed some anime that were like too adult for Toonami. And Bleach was one of them. I Bleach was Adult Swim adult first. Did, like have like anime. Yeah, well, that's for a while when Toonami ended. That was it for a while. Yeah, when when Toonami like was it Fire Force and Adult Swim? Yeah, 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 Fire Force is adult te- Adult Swim technically, um, but that was the thing is that like Bleach was on that late night uh, kind of because Naruto and like because like, One Piece got the four kids dub that was like on Fox Box or whatever the fuck yeah, their Naruto show was. Fox was Box. Naruto was on Disney XD. That was when they hit Shippuden. Yeah, Naruto Shippuden got Disney XD and Bleach just always XD. hit Adult Swim. But um, but this was a thing where like. It made me wonder, like, the only streaming service that has honestly been good. Like, obviously, I'm I'm sad that Bleach is going to be simulcasted. I'm going to fucking pirate it. I don't give a shit. Um, I've waited too long. Um, but like, HBO Max is the best streaming service, and it's getting fucking murdered with Discovery's merger. Yeah, it's 
yeah, we're not going to start streaming Worm again. But fuck, I, yeah. yeah. It just, it brought it back up to where I'm like, like well, Disney Plus is the now number one most subscribed streaming HBO, service and they I can't fucking, like. For now, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I wonder when Discovery and HBO merge and when they do their thing. I don't thing. know. I, I think it's going to, the they're going to get stayed, staved off or, uh, because of House of Dragon. There was, I mean, they made a lot of money. A lot of people re-up subscriptions. I saw, uh, I was watching the H3 podcast like we talked about the other day. They uh, they watched a TikTok on there of someone that was just like pointing the camera at an apartment building. And, and like all, and all, all the TV House of had, Dragons. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I remember back in the day like. Game of Thrones was a moment. Like, it was, I was telling you about that like high school best friend. He, you know, this is like 2014. I remember he was like, hey man, like he was over at my house late. He's like, hey. There's this TV show that comes on weekly. Uh, can I log into my HBO and watch it here? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I've never heard about this Game of Thrones. That's 2014. I mean, it's been going on, people watching it. I weekly. was still in high school when that was. Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, no, it's just one of those things where, like, I, I wonder, because Disney Plus wants to get into anime. They have three, like, anime. Summertime Rendering, Black Rock Shooter, I think is what it's called, and now Bleach, that they're not simulcasting. They're just letting it run and then they're gonna upload all the episodes whenever it's finished and it's like summertime rendering is 26 episodes and they're on episode like 20 we still have now six weeks and however long after that before they decide to put it on disney plus in the u.s and the uk and everywhere else i think it would be fine if they were doing back catalog stuff like okay the season's finished we're waiting for another one put out the first season kind well of that's thing. the thing is if they but, put it i know i don't know obviously we'll find out what happens because disney plus day is in in september 7th and 6th so i wonder if they're gonna announce hey so bleach thousand year blood war is not coming out till this point or whatever but we're gonna put the rest of bleach on disney plus and you can watch all of it from episode one to 366 to catch up maybe that'll tide people over but i doubt it because that's the thing is like Anime is one of the few things that lives and dies by the weekly watch cycle because people will then go to forums, go online, and talk about that shit. Look at... Well, especially is, something that's been out, like, already. It's it's different. Well, they, and this is the thing, too. Like, like, a lot of people that are going to... Like, sure, they'll get some new people watching Bleach because they have Disney Plus and they've never watched an anime, and they're like, well, it's on Disney Plus, so they'll watch it then. But most of the people have caught up or no, you know? Well, well, people have been waiting for this to come out for years. The Bleach fans have literally been being pretty much been bullied and people saying, your show's mid, it got canceled, you're never getting your final arc uh, animated. And now it's getting animated. People were hype. It's the trailer for Thousand Year Blood War is still the most watched trailer on Viz Media's whole YouTube channel. People are fucking in. And now Disney's like, cool, we got it. You can't watch it till we're done airing it. And it's like, fuck you. I'm going to watch it. You cannot stop me. I'm going to find another way to do it. And it's it sucks, too, because Summertime Rendering is an anime that everyone who's read the manga said, this would be anime of the year material, and Disney's sitting on it. They're not releasing it until it's done. And it sucks. I think it's shit. My, um, my biggest parallel to this that I can draw is there's an old anime called uh, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya which uh, I, I only know about this because I subscribe to one of my favorite YouTubers, Red Bard, who I think you would actually really enjoy. She takes a lot of niche subjects and makes, like, huge video essays about them. Was this the same girl who did, like, the huge video essays on, like, Tumblr culture and fan fiction shit that you showed me once? Uh, yes. If, if it's not the same girl... Yeah, I love video, video essays. I, I watched literally just a... 
I watched one that was like the difference of why ending of Game of Thrones, like the different kind of style of ending of like burn it all down versus Arcane's ending, which both of those God. things, they have a main character that burns it all down and how each of them treat it differently and how one's like amazing how one feels Arcane makes you feel so fucking good. I still yeah. need to watch Arcane. Yeah, so I was like, anyways, great. but it makes, in the video was like 45 minutes long. They explained how, yeah, Arcane, I, how I they the did the burn it all down kind of ending and character arc was amazing to then Khaleesi's. It made sense. Yeah, yeah so. Um, but no, I watched a fucking four-hour video of fucking why Fallout, Fallout New Vegas is the best fucking, and it was long. <laughs> I was listening to this doing dishes at work once, and I'm sitting here like washing dishes, scrolling black bean like gunk off of pan and going, fucking right it is. But no, yeah, sorry, this is YouTuber. But yeah, she, she's incredible. If we ever were to be able to get guests that are not in our stratosphere, I would love to get her on because I'd love to have a conversation with her. But um, she did a video about Haruhi Suzumiya, and when that was airing, there's an arc in the light novels called Endless Eight, which is basically a Groundhog Day situation, but it's one chapter of the books. But in the anime, when they adapted it, they took up actually eight episodes. So each week when it came out, it was the same storyline over and over again and it was the most popular anime of its time and it immediately just died off after that the uh there was like a metacritic score for it on um like the biggest anime forum online it went from a 10 down to a three wow and that's the biggest thing with anime is you have to keep it consistent you have to keep it week to week i would love us to just go through a list of like like animes that like that you haven't heard or stuff like that. Like, I really want to watch that one that you brought up. Jinro I th- looks I think amazing. I, I saw a TikTok about it because you talked about it, and my phone's always listening. Exactly. But I, I do, <laughs> I do really want to watch that, and I think Luke would enjoy it too, dude. It, it, because it also gives me fucking Pat Labor vibes. Fuck Again, yeah. I'll, I'll hide that. Everybody it, needs to watch Pat Labor too. That was such a fucking gym. If, yeah. if you're someone who collects anime DVDs, it's it's seventy five dollars to get Pat Labor one and two of the movies, the entire series, and the and I think the three OVAs. That is not. I would bad. pay that for just like a collector's edition of Pat Labor two. That's the thing is that is a great price for what you're getting. All right, but yeah, I'd love to just dive into like some niche yeah. like animes that either like fell off. Like I, I I heard another one that was like this anime was really good, but it kind of fell off after like two seasons. I would and love and to it was got it got forgotten. I was like, that's exactly the type of anime I, I want to watch. Love Zega Pain. <laughs> Zega Pain was the first mech anime I ever watched as a kid because I found a DVD for it at the dollar store. Fuck yeah, you did. And it's The Matrix, but Gundam. <gasps> Hell yeah. Fucking wow. awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sounds amazing. I'm sold. I, I want to know what you would think of the first Full Metal Alchemist series. Did you watch that or did you just watch Brotherhood? And I watched like half because it's so it's so much longer. I, I watched half of Full Metal. I don't want to um, know what you think of that because there are things that they do in that show that they don't do in Brotherhood that's canon to the manga because Brotherhood like cuts all the fat. And I mean, kind it's, of goes through. And that's, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, there's like, not to tie it back to Lord of the Rings, but I mean, it's like Lord of the Rings did perfectly the book cutting the fat or yeah. they did the books but cutting all the fat yeah I mean cause and they like left out shit like like which most of like people who just watch the movie and aren't like you know avid Lord of the Rings Tolkien fans would be like 
you know, a lot of Tolkien fans are like, where's Tom Bombadil? And you're like, we can't bring Tom Bombadil. He's fucking, like, he's world-breaking. He's literally, like, like people think he's just God of the universe. This shit yeah. living, different. Living, living near the Shire. And, like, literally Frodo gives him the ring. And he's like, wow, this is interesting. Like, I, you know, even though the ring to every other living person in the entire he's world, like the most, like, it would, would corrupt them. And Tom Bombadil's like, ah, here you go. And it's like, it's... It's crazy. There's a reference to Tom Bombadil in my favorite fan fiction, My Immortal. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's the reference? I'm, I'm interested. They basically, My Immortal is a troll fic. It's basically Harry Potter, but emo. It's Harry it's, Potter, but every character is a Satanist. Yeah. And it's they an all, anime? It, no, it's a, no, it's it's a, a fan it's fiction. It's a fan fiction. Oh, okay. And it's like all the characters. You just said that. I'm sorry. Like Harry like Potter it. has like... His hair is already black, but they specifically say that he dyed his hair even blacker. <laughs> and he paints his nails and wears eyeshadow and wears like fucking Pierce the Veil shirts. But um, there's one part in it where they there's a lot of intentional like spelling errors, and there's one part where they mean to say Tom Riddle, but they say Tom Bombadil. <laughs> oh, dude, the my. The My Immortal thing, I think you had showed me, I think it was that same YouTuber. Yeah, Red Bar did yeah. a huge expose on oh it. Oh my gosh. My right, Immortal. I'll have to check this, this chick out. She's fucking awesome. I'll cool. send you some of my favorites. All right. Does it, is it just like on anime or is it? Fandom. She does a lot of anime fandom. stuff. But, it's, um, it's fandom okay, culture fandom. in general, I feel. Okay. You One of also, my favorites. Didn't you show me, show me the, like the, the, the How to Train Your Dragon frozen and brave shit yeah where it's like oh yeah those fandoms all like came together and made like this weird fan fiction tropey thing where it's how to train your dragon I mean, frozen tangled and brave and then and then um, um I mean, don't get me into no, the, the and then the rise Pixar of our universe no no, no no and then rise of the guardians that one with jack frost and shit all i can't those... believe boo was the witch in brave what that's you part not, of the Pixar. No, thing. Do you know, I didn't know that one. I knew okay, like so, the so planet. It, it actually being star, every, it, because it, when it she starts, opens the it door, starts the cabin in, is different every time. It starts in Brave, and because the witch in Brave is able to animate inanimate things, they're, they're personify. She's able to give like like souls to inanimate things, which gives rise to cars, gives rise to Toy Story, and anything. Cars and the origin of Wally. Runs Wally, yeah, cause because Wally is the apocalypse. Planet. Of cars, and or no, during cars is when they've left. Bro, all cars I, happens when all the there's no humans on Earth anymore. All I knew about the Disney like Pixar thing was the Pizza Planet truck being in like all of them somehow. No, it literally the starts. Holy tip of the shit! It literally starts. Oh with my gosh! Yo, I got yeah, that. I gotta, that was like six years ago. To be fair, I did. I don't like go to the Pixar world. I like. I want my Pixar journey is. Oh, there's a new Pixar movie out. I, I mean, and I don't think it's uncanon. I think they people finally figured it out. Yeah. After everything, because there's like in other movies, they can say it as much as they want, but that's because they're being controlled by a higher company that's telling them no, you can't do this. But they like will leave. Like there's in other stuff, like statues of other things in things, and you're like, this there's is... the Sully toilet cover in one of them. Yes, there's Sully got turned into a toilet seat. <laughs> Apparently, Fuck. yeah. But and so it's it's uh, it's amazing. You gotta watch. It. It's like a, I, the shorter, the best. Like there's some of them, but they're like around like seventeen to like twenty five minutes. I'll happily. I love do going down icebergs. I went down the, the Pokemon iceberg. Uh, there's someone did like a full video. It was like two hours of starting at the top, which was like yeah, Giovanni's Ash's dad to the fucking bottom of like, so 
Arceus Giovanni did this, kills himself, yeah, which like, is a canon thing. What? Yeah. I no, it, dude, know. it just went, and I'm like, holy fuck. I, lo- I would love to do that for Pixar. Do it. So, okay, it's been about it's an been- hour 40. I feel bad because we just moved We literally back. were going to call this BJ Xenoblade podcast. But now we can't because, like, I, so for those who don't know, Anchor, so that's what we use to do our podcast, it won't let me go higher than, like, two hours and some. So also, people don't, a lot of, I think two hours is, like, a, like a exactly good, yeah. how much you want to listen to, so a, BJ, to us fucks talk. would you like to give, like, a brief synopsis? I mean, or, or do you want to wait like, till, wait next, till week like, next week? And go off. And we just let you go off. Uh, let's just wait. Okay. That may, I, I, th- then, I think that's fair. By then, I this will have done a lot of more in-game content, and I'll be able to talk about the full experience. I think that's more. a good idea because okay. I might not. I might have to work, or you know, like yeah. I think so. it'll be. I think it'll be great. So, okay. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about? I mean, well, besides Xenoblade, has there any been anything else you've done? I guess um, this past because you finished or two it. weeks actually. You can do a quick. Uh, you did MCR. Yeah. I, I did go to the MCR concert in Nashville. It was their reunion show. Um, it was fucking awesome. Like we, it w- there was a line around the block, obviously, but that's just Nashville for you. And it was at Bridgestone, right? It was cool. And uh, we went in the opening show. I wish I'd got that band that band's name, but we got in a little bit late because we were buying merch. But I can um, look it up. I think it might have been Waterparks. It yeah. might have been, but they were fucking awesome. They were really hardcore. Uh, had a great time listening to them. And then it was, I guess it was just because it was the reunion tour. They played all the hits. Uh, Gerard Way wore a cheerleading uniform through the whole thing, which is unique to the Nashville concert, for, for those which is who, really cool. For those who don't know, Gerard Way goes by he and they pronouns. So yeah, and he's, he goes both ways on that He's one. also, like, he, he did uh, cross-dress a lot, like, early in his career. So it was really cool to see him like kind of bring that back. Fun fact: also the creator of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, and that yeah. I, I've never been like a huge MCR fan, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna go watch the Umbrella Academy guy sing, <laughs> which uh, was kind of funny. But um, it was a really awesome experience. Everyone there was super cool. Um, it was a bunch of goths, so I was right at home. I wore my jacket, obviously, with all the pins and the patches and everything. I got so many compliments on it. I felt like a fucking king. <laughs> this one girl that came you are up. though, you know, I finally get recognition. Right, I finally got are. my crown at the MCR concert. What was what was the what was the dates? What was the date for this one? Uh, fuck. You went on Tuesday. It was last Tuesday, the twenty so like eighth ago, the thirtieth. No, not Today's the thirtieth. Thirtieth. Uh, the twenty third. Yeah. It the band that was touring with him for this reunion tour was Turnstile. Okay, yeah. So that Everybody was the band. Look up Turnstile. They had some really hardcore shit. Right now they're on tour with Waterparks, uh, but they they did uh, a couple people before then. But yeah, Turnstile was on his date. But yeah, it was it was an incredible experience. I actually talked to some people there, which I didn't expect to happen. I figured everybody would be like, "I'll oh, shut the fuck up, just go to the show." But like people were stopping me, being like, "Oh my god, did you make your jacket and everything?" I had some really nice conversations. It was a, overall a fantastic experience, and I'd really like to go see more shows now if they're like that. Because it was fucking awesome. I would absolutely do it again. Rock shows tend to hit different than most shows. Like, I've been to... I've seen State Champs twice now. I've been to Warp Tour, which was insane to go to. For one, for the last year, it was a thing. If none of us eat, Dad has to let me go to Warp Tour. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> no, but, dude, Rock... But it's Meatloaf Night! <laughs> 
Shut the fuck up, Jared. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, rock shows hit different. There's so, there's an energy. I to still rock haven't shows. seen a show since I've been to Nashville. I'm just waiting for the right one. I I Little Nas X is coming up. <laughs> that that would be I an experience see that real bad. <laughs> that would be an experience to go, you, me, Kevin, BJ, all going to see Little Nas X. I told you long ago. Just all the fucking like dude strippers on stage with them, just like shit. I'd get up there if they offered. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. How all in all though, like, how was the performance too? Like, fucking incredible. They they knew they're good they live. Doing. They were very good live. Which is not something that I come to expect from a lot of bands. Sure, a lot of people these days, all Studio these, is all these, well, all these pop artists with their with their you know auto tune shit. Well, it's not like, even auto tune. It's are not fucking, even auto tune anymore. It's just like pitch correction, because like a lot of them cannot sing necessarily on pitch all the time. Of, yeah, well, they're just like they're just they're, well, it's just all this like computerized well, pop for, new for age pop. They, they had showmanship too, which they was great. They weren't just it. standing up there like. It was fucking. They were dancing around and shit. It the, was very uh, high energy. If anyone hasn't seen it, they have the their live DVD called "The Black Parade Is Dead," which is they're all in costume. They're all doing their thing. Like they're all in like the marching band uniforms. And like when they're like and they play the whole album with interjections of their older songs, and they end it with uh, famous last words. And the whole stage is on fucking fire. It is amazing. They have always been showmanship first. And Absolutely. it's it's stellar, and I'm really glad that I got to see them play before you know because this is the reunion show I guess before some like a lot of new shit comes out. I mean, yeah, that and like before they stop touring for another however ten no, years, whoever knows how many years, you know. Yeah, I think they'll put out an album before they like if they stop touring, it's gonna be to put out an album. I don't know. I mean, so, if they want money, they'll keep touring, to keep making music. Well, MCR could literally t- MCR is one of those bands that could tour. As just a legacy band, and they would make buttloads. They could just become like Yuji Naka and insert themselves as the Umbrella Academy like soundtracks. That actually be kind of hype. A new MCR song for the next because this isn't the next season, the final season, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be actually really cool. I'm glad they're getting a natural conclusion to that show. Good. When do you think uh, Boys is gonna end? Like, how do you think they're gonna go? Because in in the Boys comics, I guess spoilers for the comics. Um, Butcher is like the last guy, dude. I I thought I, it made sense for Butcher to die in, in the season finale of, of season three. I was expecting it. I, I thought it would have been such a. It made sense. I do yeah. like that they gave him a time limit, and I wonder if they're going to actually. Sure, I, th- I still think he's going to go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, I I, I also don't know. I think guess. he's going to do like do. I, I think it's going to end with like maybe an ultimate sacrifice for his now turned son. You know. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm. Maybe more that'll hyped. be the thing that brings him back to the, the right side. That's like, the thing that. What gets if he me... like fucking? Oh, <gasps> what if he just forgave Homelander, and fucking just like? I don't think that's gonna. I happen. know, but but I'm saying, but that would be like that would be what Kripke and his team would do though, because they they have been able to take they the fucking comics. forgive. He forgives Homelander uh, and just lets dude, lets Homelander lay into him while he like while. His son watches that, and he's like, that's okay. That would be the ultimate kicker for Ryan. Dude, yeah, and then Ryan would be like, I'm hyped. shit. I'm hyped for next season. That is my dad. I'm hyped for next season for Ryan. Like, everybody else, yes. It's going to be so scary. Ryan's going to be the the character to watch. It's going to be so scary to see Homelander just, like, Corrupting this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it's, I mean, that last scene 
with the violin. Where he starts smiling, smiling and then Holy and then Ryan starts shit. smiling. Is is so eerie. terrifying. I I cannot wait for season four of the boys. That's gonna be some st- stellar shit. I'm uh, yeah. All right, it's about an hour forty six. I feel like this is a good spot to end it on. Anything else you want to talk about before we end it? Follow us on Instagram, SideQuest underscore podcast. We have a TikTok now. Uh, Matt has been working hard on some very good audio for that. You put some clips up. We've got. We're gonna have the some GTA races or Minecraft parkour. Yeah, until until we can get a uh, actual like uh, you know thing, uh, but yeah, our podcast uh, thing is at side underscore quest underscore podcast, or I think if you just search the side quest podcast, you'll find us. But uh, if you can't find it, hit us up on Instagram. We'll send you a link. Yep. Sure. But right now, the right now the only three followers for this podcast are us three. So you can also find us on TikTok there too. Merch link in, in bio. In bio. That's right. Uh, And as always, take it sleazy.